Welcome to Cart Class, brought to you by 18 times Australian champion David Serra. Cart Class strives to give kart racing drivers the fundamental driving skills, kart setup, and the mindset required to take you from beginner to winner. Your host, David Serra, has over 25 years' experience in kart racing and is the most successful driver in Australian history. Hey guys, and welcome back to another set of our Kart Class podcast. I'm your host, 18 time Australian champion David Serra, and today we're going to be chatting about why do drivers look over their shoulder when they're driving? Now, this is a very bad habit to get stuck into, but I also do agree that looking behind from time to time can actually have its benefits as well. So in today's discussion, we're going to be trying to explain the advantages and also the disadvantages from looking behind too much. Now, you're probably being told, especially when you're starting out, don't look behind, don't look behind, don't look behind. And then once you start learning to sort of swivel your neck around, whether it's over your left or right-hand shoulder, to start seeing where your competition is behind you, you get stuck into a bit of a habit of, what are they doing behind me? Where are they catching me? You know, and you start getting a bit nervous. So the first disadvantage that we want to try and explain from looking behind too much is that it's sign of a weakness. So if I'm trying to chase a particular driver, and I can start to see them really starting to shuffle their head around, you know, maybe two or three times, maybe even more per lap, I know that they're sort of, they're nervous and they've got no more pace in their in their car. Because once you're confident and you feel like you can actually drive away from the chasing pack, you just put all your attention, your focus into driving as fast as you possibly can. Now, once you're sort of maxed out, you're like, you know what, I've given it all I've got. Now I want to start to see how much of a gap you've pulled and you look over your shoulder and the chasing pack is literally on your bumper. You're going to say, now what, I've got nothing left. So it's a sign of a weakness if you're looking over your shoulder too often. Now, one of the things is when you're looking behind, if the next corner is going towards the left-hand corner, try and look over your right-hand shoulder because the chances are you're already on that side of the track and that no one can actually pass you on the right-hand side of the track because you're already on the edge of that part of the racetrack. So if you do want to look behind, you're better off looking over your left-hand shoulder because that's where the larger part of the racetrack actually is. So if you need to defend your position or if someone is going to slip up the inside of you, that's the side of the racetrack they're going to actually be trying to pass you on. So if you do look behind, at least look behind on the side where the most amount of racetrack actually is. Now, the second disadvantage is, and it probably happens a lot more for newer drivers, is that depending on which side they actually turn their head, you start veering that way. So just imagine yourself, you're looking over your right-hand shoulder, and it's like you've slightly got your right hand down, and instead of being on the edge of the racetrack, you find yourself going towards the middle of the racetrack. Now, straight away, you're veering to someone else's path, possibly, but then you're also having to veer back to then take the next corner. So it's something you don't really want to get into a habit of slightly veering in a straight line. And it's something that I used to really do a lot of. I used to turn my head over whichever shoulder it was. And without even knowing, I'd basically reef on the steering wheel. I'd be sort of veering towards the middle of the track. And that's like, what are you actually doing out there? You're going from left to right out there, literally just concentrating on what's in front of you because what you're trying to achieve by looking behind, you actually just cost yourself way too much time because you're all over the joint. So now that's stuck into a habit of literally just not looking behind, just focusing on what's ahead. Now we're going to see for some of our younger classes, whether that's cadets or juniors, there's some really big uh, neck braces that are actually around. 
And so that actually stops a lot of the driver's movement when it comes to actually turning their head. So you're going to see some of those neck braces that go quite high up on the driver's neck and helmet, and it really restricts how much that driver can actually turn their head. So sometimes they're just basically in almost a fixed position of just looking forward. So, you know, sometimes that's good and bad. Another negative that we have when it comes to looking behind is, like I said, it just puts you under more pressure most of the time. And then what happens with that is when you're under more pressure, the chance they're going to make more mistakes. So you start to overdrive. You start to see a certain driver catch you in a certain area of the track. So you're starting to push those limits a little bit more so they're not catching you, but you're finding they're still making ground on you as well. Now we're looking at the flip side. What are some of the advantages of possibly looking behind when it comes to uh, to driving on the racetrack? Now, one of the advantages is is that it's knowing where your opposition is and which corners you can then defend on or which corners you don't need to defend because you can see that you've got a gap behind you. So just say it's on the opening lap and there's you know 25 carts behind you all in very close proximity and you're just looking solely straight ahead. You might choose to go to the racing line, so all of a sudden that presents a great opportunity for someone else to slip up the inside of you. Or you might have had actually a bit of a gap on the first lap. So whether you've made a really good start or there's been a little bit of an incident behind you, and now all of a sudden because you haven't looked over your shoulder and you've got no idea where that driver is, you start to actually defend and you start to slow yourself down. But you had a five or six cut length gap and you didn't actually need to defend. So now all of a sudden you've brought that chasing pack back onto your tail and now you're really going to have to start defending and start getting yourself a bit more worked up under pressure. So it's knowing about when to look behind and look for myself. I would look behind, you know, once a lap to once every two laps. And that's just, you know, looking over the shoulder quickly on the straight just to get a bit of a glimpse. If I can see a two cut length gap from the driver behind, the chances are if I don't make a mistake that particular lap, I won't look behind again because I know that if I can drive basically to the best of my ability and the cart's feeling quite good and it's quite fast, then the chance that that driver behind me isn't going to catch me. So if I was to see that the driver's starting to make some inroads on that small gap, then I'd start to have a quick little peek into the sections of the racetrack where I could be passed. Now, if there's some corners there where you literally just can't pass because it's a one-line corner, then there's no point in me looking behind just leading to that corner because I know I'm under no pressure. If they're fast, they might just bump me a little bit in behind, but they're not going to pass me. So it's knowing when to look behind and when not to. Now, another advantage when it comes to looking behind is if you can try and do it as you're turning a corner, so your eyes are focusing towards the inside of the track and where the apex is, if you just turn your head slightly more, you can start to see if they're in close proximity, you can start to see the cart behind you. Now, that's a really good way to try and look behind because you're not showing the driver in front of you that you're actually turning your head and looking behind. So they're like, far out, this Dave guy, he's literally, I've been trying to chase him down for 15 laps and I can't put him under any pressure because he's not looking behind. But for me, being the driver in front, I'm knowing that each time on a certain hairpin, as I'm turning my head slightly to look at the corner, I'm just turning it ever so slightly more so I can get a glimpse of the drivers behind me. So that's a good way to look behind. But again, you need to be kind of experienced so that you've still got the muscle memory to hit your apexes uh, spot on each time. So when it comes to looking behind, I would recommend trying to do it, say, on the first lap and also the last couple of laps. Hopefully, you don't need to do it too much in the middle of the race, but it's a bad habit. So once you do get stuck into looking behind, you can find yourself doing it multiple times per lap and each lap. So you think about it. It's a 10-lap race. You look behind two or three times a lap. That's 20 to 30 times that you're concentrating on the cart behind you and actually not what's in front of you. So hopefully that's given you a couple of tips on what to do and what not to do when it comes to looking over your shoulder. And hopefully you've enjoyed something from this podcast and you've learned a couple of things along the way. 
If there's anything else that we can help answer for your kart racing needs, then feel free to shoot it through to info at kartclass.com and hopefully we can do a future podcast for you on one of your questions. Be sure to follow our social media channels at kartclass on Instagram and Facebook. We provide some basic tutorials and some tips that you guys can learn from as well. That's it for today's episode on our Kart Class podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Aiden Thomas Strangehaven, David Cyril. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more about your kart racing, be sure to check out kartclass.com.au for driving courses catered to all skill levels. 